co-host Lynn. I am uh, I am Deputy Evan here, ready Deputy to Evan. report in for duty, reporting for nostalgia duty. Nostalgia duty, sir. Yes. Um, welcome. Yes. W- welcome, welcome to Nostalgia Cops. Yes. We are your co-hosts. Yes, we're we're a month late on this one, unfortunately. We apologize. Sorry. Yes. Things o- got busy, man. August was a crazy month. I don't know, like it was supposed to be, like the last half of this summer was supposed to be quiet for us. Mm-hmm. It's been nothing but. It's been crazy. Nothing but quiet. Or, yeah. Nothing said, but crazy. Nothing but crazy. I, I almost said that wrong. Yeah. Anyway, Evan. Yes. What have you been watching? Oh God, what have I been watching? Um, I've been watching, uh, so probably since the last time we recorded, I've been watching, I watched Last Chance U season four. You have. Uh, which was on Netflix. It's Mm -hmm. a great documentary series. If anybody's interested in, uh, football, college sports, anything like that. Even if you're not, I liked it. Yeah. And I'm not even into sports. Yeah. It's, it's very much an interesting case study on, um, on like college athletics now and how, uh, and how programs, especially like programs in inner cities and. Uh, from like trouble and kids from trouble communities mm-hmm. handle it. It's mm-hmm. a very interesting, very interesting documentary. I highly recommend you check it out. There's four seasons on uh, Netflix. Definitely worth the watch. Uh, even the older seasons, really, really good. Um, so I've been watching that. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, I was, I know I've watched them already, but I'm watching them again. Uh, CNN's like decades documentaries, like the nineties, the eighties. Oh, yeah. I saw you watching them on the treadmill. Yes. I was watching the them and running the other day. Yeah. They're very, they're very well done. Um, I think Tom Hanks is an executive producer on the series. Oh. They're really, they're really, really good documentaries that cover like everything. So mm-hmm. it's like, there's a couple episodes that are usually about like TV and film. Then there's a couple episodes about politics and there's a couple episodes about like world issues. It's a really good it series. Is. Yeah. It's very, very good. So if you haven't watched any of those, I check them out. They're on Netflix. Um, and yeah, I mean, also it's just now we're gearing up for football season. So following sports a lot now and watching a lot of like sports season for Evan. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nearing Eagles football season. So, uh, and my Phillies aren't, my Philadelphia Phillies aren't doing that great. So I'm trying to, Ruh-roh. yeah, but, uh, they had a good start. Yeah. And then injuries decimated the team mm-hmm. as usual. So, so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, what about you? Riverdale. Riverdale. Um, so we are in a Facebook group of other podcasters. Mm-hmm. And a, a while ago, earlier this year, I had reached out and said, hey, if you guys want a review, I'll review your podcast. Almost every single person, I mean, this is exaggerating. Almost every single person replied was like, review mine. And me being me, I was like, okay. I'm I also s- entered our, I also entered my name into it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I um, didn't do that. <laughs> I'm still working on that list. I can believe it. Because you had like over, what, 150 something things? No, I think it was like 60 or 70. Oh, I thought it was more than that. But this, it's still a lot. Yeah. Um, because I don't listen to just one episode. I'll listen to like five. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got to Macintosh and Mod. Um, they have three podcasts. They have um, Macintosh and Mod, um, a My Little Pony um, one. It's like a My Little Pony rewatch. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. They have really good chemistry. They're husband and wife. And then they have uh, Macintosh and Maude haven't seen what, and they go back and watch movies that uh, they've never seen before. When I listened, it, it I guess they do it by like director. Mm-hmm. So um, that's cool. You get like five movies from a director. I oh, think. that's cool. Was I the one? I might've been the one with Quentin Tarantino. I don't remember which one it was okay. that, I, that I did. That was good. And then the dog house, which is their Riverdale podcast. And I listened to that. And it was a little spoilery because they, it was like halfway through the second season or third season or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, this is a bonkers show, isn't it? It's just crazy. It's just uh-huh. stupid crazy. And I love stupid crazy. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's like Pretty Little Liars on crack. Really? Yes. And um, I thought Pretty Little Liars was like crazy ridiculous. stupid. Yeah. Because I think you and I were dating when I watched that. Yes. Um, yeah, this is this is even more bonkers, but I, I love it. I'm on the third season of that. I'm like halfway through. The fourth one's starting up in October. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only, I've slowed it down a bit because I was watching it almost every day and I was like, I'm going to be sad if I finish this before. Like the new season. The new season. So I only watch it when I run now because okay. I figured that um, since we're training for a 5K in October, mm-hmm. um, I can complete a 5K in 40 minutes, which is the exact runtime of one episode of Riverdale. There you go. So that's really all I've been watching. I haven't like really ventured into a lot. Of, we haven't seen a lot of movies. Yeah, the last we, the last one we saw was Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, which was good. We saw good. that for our anniversary. Yes. Um, <laughs> which I know some people would be like, "You saw that for your anniversary?" Yes, we watched it. We've for been dating for five years, y'all. <laughs> get off our backs, man. That's that's what we do at the five year mark. Yep, that's um, what we do. We go get we go get Italian food and we can go watch Hobbs and Shaw. We get carb drunk off of italian food literally carb drunk and then go to a theater that has reclining seats yep eat a lot of popcorn and, and watch, feel sick and watch jason statham in the rock just beat up people. pull pull chi- pull choppers out of the air from chains and yeah craziness just craziness yes. roman reigns yes doing his ooh in the background yes. uh but we're not here to talk about that we are here to talk about nostalgic television shows from our childhood yes and this month's episode is about a Cartoon Network cartoon. And Lynn, I'll give a drum roll. You want to tell the people what it is? Duh. Cow and chicken. Woo! Cow and chicken. Cow and chicken. Yes. Chicken. Gosh, I can't. I, I'm going to be honest here. I can't remember the last time I've seen an episode of this show. Nothing. Because you know, like, when you think of a show, there's there's either, like, a quote or, like, a scene mm-hmm. you automatically go to. Nothing with cow and chicken for me. Like I can recognize the, the characters picture and yeah. the characters, but I can't. There's no scene. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this made me think. The other thing I watched recently, Rocco's Modern Life, Static. Clinic. Oh, that was really good. The revive the the revival of Rocco's Modern Life on Netflix. If you have not seen it, please. And if you are a fan of Rocco's Modern Life, please go and watch that. It is worth your 45 minutes to go and watch that. It is excellent. It is. A perfect amalgamation of what that show like is and taking into account everything that's happened in 20 years and how society's changed. Absolutely go watch that. Sorry. It's great. Just need to make that point. But yes, that kind of made me think like this is something that like I saw Rocco's Modern Life and I instantly remembered everything that I loved about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The irreverent humor, you know, the great voice acting, everything like that. For real. So I'm very interested to see, you know, how this compares to that. I think we're going to like it. It's very much like your... What I like to describe as like '90s boy humor. Yeah, it's you know that I mean? it's that '90s humor where adults thought it was funny because it's like. It, well, okay, this is interesting. Believe it or not, there the show's a bit controversial. Really? Yes. So you want me to get into the blurb before yeah, we go on? Let's do it. Okay. So fun fact: I wrote a blurb, and it was like a page long. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I don't remember what Google Docs uh, account I wrote it on because I have multiple emails. Yikes. So I have to um, just take it straight from the Wikipedia page. So thank you, Wikipedia, for uh, once again helping me and saving And saving Lynn's ass. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so Cow and Chicken is an American animated comedy television series created by David Feiss mm-hmm. um, for Cartoon Network. It's the third of the network's cartoon cartoons. Okay. What were the, what were the other two? 
The first one was Dexter's. I don't remember the second one. Okay. I'm trying to think. It wasn't Johnny Bravo, was it? Oh, it might have been. Uh, I think it, that was a cartoon cartoon. Was it really? I I didn't remember it being like Yeah. Like that. Anyway. Anyway, continue. Um It follows the surreal adventures of two funny animal siblings, Cow and Chicken, um, who are often antagonized by the red guy, a cartoon devil who poses as various characters to scam them. Okay. So uh, just to get in a little bit more, the pilot was uh, f- first appeared on a, on the episode animation animation showcase series What a Cartoon. Okay. So it was discovered on What a Cartoon. It got positive feedback, and they were like, "All right, we'll give it its own show." Very much similar to the way that happened, I believe, for Dexter. I believe basically, um, like the popularity of the short mm-hmm. gave Hanna Barbera the. Um, okay to green light it and that, that's yeah it's very much like the same story as yeah. how dexter's laboratory became Dexter's that, laboratory. yeah so what a cartoon sounds a lot like kablam and uh what was it oh yeah cartoons or whatever on yeah. uh on nickelodeon right it was basically like to test out shows yeah because like fairly odd parents came from there mm-hmm. and things like there was there were a bunch of nicktoons that came from that sort of thing mm-hmm. so yeah it kind of falls in line with that yes um so it um, got a full series and it premiered on July 15th, 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, it was supposed to be attached to a, another segment called I Am Weasel. So mm-hmm. we might see a little bit of I Am Weasel. Okay. Um, but I Am Weasel eventually spun off into its own half hour series. Okay. So I believe it ran, the show technically ran, I believe, from like 1997 to 99. Okay. Um, some places say 96 to 99. I'm going to say 97 to 99. Okay. Um, I believe the show got submitted for Emmys. Yeah. I, I believe so. I opened the Wikipedia myself just so I have a reference. It says yeah. it was nominated for two Emmy Awards. Yes. Um, so the series focuses on the misadventures of two unlikely yet somehow biological siblings, the sweet-natured, dim, ecstatic, anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic, oh my God. Anthropomorphic. Thank you. Anthropomorphic cow and her cynical older brother chicken so that's the one thing i forgot cow's a girl chicken's a boy uh-huh. um the two are often caught in escapades with their flamboyant enemy the red guy alder um played by alder i should say oh charlie adler yeah, yeah adler i'm sorry I'm, that's okay i'm reading this very fast that's okay um who just who disguises himself under various personas to attempt to scam them so um just moving along here again like most shows from this decade um not a lot of voice actors. Char- Char- Charlie Adler voiced Cow, Chicken, and Red Guy. And then you had Candy Milo, who was on Chalk Zone, played the blue superhero. Snap, I believe his name was. Okay. Um, And Dee Bradley Baker, who, if you watched any show from Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network, you probably heard Dee Bradley's ba- Dee Bradley Baker's voice somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Um, Dee Bradley Baker is a... Uh, Dee Bradley Baker is one of those voice actors who has whose filmography is its own Wikipedia oh, page. Oh, absolutely. It's A- just like so vast. Avatar, American Dad, Gravity Falls, like Steven so Universe, many. Phineas and Ferb, all these different things. So, so many. Yes. Um. So they... He was in Space Jam, too. Yes. Candy Milo and Dee Bradley Baker, Mom and Dad. Yep. Then you had um, Dan Castellaneta. Castellaneta, I can never say it right. Yes, Homer. Homer Simpson. um, Who played Earl. And then Howard Morris, who was on the Andy Griffith show, played Flynn. Yes. Um, Guest stars included Will Ferrell, um, Tom Kenny. Will Ferrell? 
Yeah. Really? And that's like before his time. Because, huh. you know, Will didn't really like get out there until his older years. It was so. like late 90s, early two, like like yeah. when he was on SNL in the, in right. the early 2000s. Right, right, right. Um, and then you had Mark Hamill, um, Jess Harnell, like a whole bunch of people. I mean, they don't even name everyone. They just give you, I picked out like four names out of like the 10 they gave us, you mm-hmm. know? Right. Um, so the show had 52 episodes in three seasons. Um, yep. And this says it was produced from 96 to 99. It came back. Um, it, uh, well, they ran reruns from 99 to 2003. Okay. And then they brought it back in 2005 to 2009, mm-hmm. part of the cartoon cartoon show. Okay. Um, so this is where it gets interesting. So I try to normally include some type of critical acclaim mm-hmm. to see like, how was this well received? There is none, not, not on this Wikipedia page. However, there is the controversial episode, which I wanted to add in mm-hmm. because you said, oh yeah, parents really approved of this comedy. Mm-hmm. The one thing about cow and chicken, and it's in this art, it's in this Wikipedia article somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's there, there, um, I see it here. Yeah, their their humor is described as eccentric, surreal, grotesque, and repulsive. Mm-hmm. Cow and chicken always order pork butts and taters in the cafeteria. The red guy always shows his butt, and characters often pepper their speech with malappropriations and scar- sarcasm. Um, so it it is known to be kind of, and that's why I call it like 90s boy humor. Mm-hmm. Think of, you know, Beavis and Butthead yep. type of thing. Yeah. Um, so... The controversial episode. The second season segment, Buffalo Gals, first paired with Cow and Chicken Reclining, was banned by Cartoon Network after receiving a complaint from a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm just gonna a parent. Yep. Not multiple parents, not a group of parents. Not social media. A parent because it didn't exist. Yep. A parent about the episode's liberal visual and verbal innuendo um, about the titular biker group being lesbians. In the segment, the Buffalo gals break into people's homes and chew on the carpet. A biker named Munch Kelly has a carpet swatch um, for a calling card. And when dad freaks out over the Buffalo gals in the house, mom says they're not after you. In addition to Buffalo gals play softball, um, they talk about pitching and catching. Although it was only shown on air once, it was replaced by orthodontic police in future airings including on netflix streaming and reruns on boomerang so this goes way deep yeah so it's, it hasn't been seen anywhere yeah so um eventually it was um talked on talking tunes which is a podcast run by rob paulson it's a great podcast by the way if you if you're interested in anything about yes. voice acting i definitely recommend you check out talking tunes yes um uh, david feiss and charlie adler were both on that episode and an audience member asked like what what happened to that and they explained like well it wasn't well received by a parent cartoon network cut it out um, so that is the controversial episode from Cow and Chicken, which when you think about it is interesting. It, it, it signifies a different time. It's yes. definitely, it's definitely. Uh, rem- Not that it, I agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause basically this mom was like, they're talking about lesbians. Get that which, off my TV. I mean, yeah, but all, get over it. <laughs> but I mean the fact, I mean, really it's one of those things you have to be, it sounds like one of those things like that this person really just had something against the show and found the one episode well, and like, or I, I think it's just the grotesque manner in which they decided to 
portray these bike biker gals yeah, by a, a carpet, eating carpets munch, and munch, ke- Kelly, munch Kelly a and carpet swatch, you like, know, pitching and catching, like yeah. very um on like, the nose, like, very on the nose to a child makes no sense. Yeah, but, but to a to an adult, you're like, wow, really? This is going a little far here. Like it's 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 almost like, eh? You see what we're doing here? Eh? You yeah, see? You get it? It's like. like you know, shielding the child's eyes while you poke fun at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and like you're like you're putting earmuffs on the kid, and you're like, hey, you see, you see this? Yeah, yeah. right. So, uh, you know, I I get it in a sense. I I think it's just the grotesque manner in which they did it that that this parent was like, oh no. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Like, I think it's because you and I kind of grew up in a different mindset in a different era. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, LGBT stuff never, ever, ever bothered me. If yeah. you want to get into details, you know, a lot of gay jokes were made on Friends. Yep. You know, that's the first thing that pops in my mind is like the first, the first season of that, which was in the early 90s, was all about how Ross's wife left him for another woman. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's not the only gay joke made. Right. So to me, it's like, who cares? Like, you know, I do I think the jokes aged well no i think if you were to release that episode and have it available mm-hmm. nowadays it would be offensive those those jokes are offensive you, you'd have you'd have a backlash uh, definitely sure. because it's a it's a, just a very crass way to handle the situation mm-hmm. um but i do think it is funny and interesting how it just took one parent to be like no yeah that's it, it definitely goes to show how different things were back then for sure um but that's cow and chicken basically yeah. um yeah yeah so what are your what are your expectations for this for this series um low uh sometimes this type of humor doesn't sit well with me okay um and i think it's because maybe back when i was little it would be different and i would probably find it funny Mm -hmm. but now that i'm i've grown up and matured and can understand the jokes i might just be like ah really like remember johnny bravo yeah. I feel like that's going to be my reaction. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see how, how some of this humor ages. Yeah. And to see, you know, how how kind of on the nose some of this stuff is versus how subtle some of it. Like like a show like Rocker's Modern Life does a very good job of being subtle with mm. things. Um, yeah. Like I, I'll, I'll point to Static Cling as an example. Um, it does uh, Rocker's Modern Life, static, static Cling, you wouldn't know it or wouldn't have expected it. But it does an amazing job at handling an issue like trans, like somebody transitioning um, from male to female or female to male. Mm-hmm. It plays it perfectly. It does it so deftly and it does it so like subtly that it, it 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 it's perfect. It makes sense. It's how any sort of depiction of that should be in media. Right. It's something that seems so simple and triv- and something that seems so simple to get across to an audience. But I want to say one thing. Uh huh. You can relate the two. But keep in mind that that version of Rocco's Modern Life was written in 2019. Correct. It was written bring it recently. Back to, bring it back to 1999. Bring it back 20 years. It would have been completely it different. It would have been a lot of jokes. In yeah. my opinion, that's how you got points across back mm-hmm. in that age. You would make jokes about it. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's why something like the, the biker gang. Yeah. That's why they made so many jokes about it is because mm-hmm. that's what you did. You poke fun at stuff you don't really understand. Right. Um. I, I think it's just going to be that same like kind of humor where it's going to be kind of, I think grotesque is a little uh, harsh of a term. Crass, maybe. Crass, I think, is better. I think just, you know, obnoxious is a good way of describing yeah. it. Yeah, overbearing. It's going to be that type of humor. And that's fine. That's It's the era in which we grew up. Yeah. You know, 
Same thing with John. Like, I remember Johnny Bravo being so funny when I was a kid. And then I grew up and I was like, oh, God, this is not. He's creepy. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like, he's creepy. He's really weird. So, you know, I think that's just how it's going to be. And that's perfectly that's fine. fine. So my expectations for this show are very low. Yeah. I, I will be the first one to say I, that I'm not expecting to like it. Yeah. Um, I would be very surprised if I do like it. Yeah. I, I'm interested, like I said, I'm interested to see where, where I stand on it This mm. the with such a gap between watching it. Right. Because um, I don't remember a damn thing I about don't, the yeah, show. I don't either. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to watch and interesting to revisit. So, so, shall we jump to the couch and start watching? Let's do, I think we're watching this either on Hulu or Netflix. I believe it is on Hulu. Yes. yes. Cow and Chicken is available on Hulu. I believe all three, all three seasons are so available on Hulu. We'll be watching them on there. We have not picked out the list yet. There is a, watching it. there is a ranker list of episodes. So we'll probably be doing that because yes. that's what we've done in the past. And yes. we like rankers. Picks. Yeah. Ranker does, ranker does a good job at picking good episodes. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll be using that. I got to remember to put the link to the ranker list in our, in our Oh yeah, that would be helpful. Huh? Yes. So uh, be, make sure you look in the description to find the list of the episodes that we watch. We usually watch the top five episodes. So, uh, so take a look in the description of this episode and you will see that there. But uh, without further ado, let's head over to the couch and let's start watching cow and chicken. Let's go. Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. Dad was proud. He didn't care how. We are back. We are back. Uh, I'd say a bit sooner than we expected. We only watched three episodes. Yeah. Uh, um, partially of that was because a bunch of episodes are taking taken off of Hulu. Mm-hmm. So we had a bit of a we had a bit of trouble getting getting what back. We to wanted. Them. Yeah. Um, the other part is that that was just a very bad show, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it was it was very tough to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, not listen to. Very hard to hard to go through in a sense i wasn't expecting it to be that bad but it was pretty bad it was it was rough um it was just very fast paced obviously it's it's a kids show so that's the idea is that it's you know short attention span and all that mm-hmm. um i liked the voice acting yeah but the jokes were weird um cow kind of creeped me out with how much she milked herself yeah that and was they're supposed to be like grade school age yeah they, they so let, let's kind of go uh, episode by episode here a little bit we only watched a few and they're very short so it's kind of we can at least go over the the concepts of the episode so the first one was bad news plastic surgeon slash exchange student mm-hmm. so the first half of this episode was um cow and chicken uh, getting convinced by Red Guy to be part of their school's plastic surgery team uh, because they have not won a plastic surgery championship and they were convinced by Red Guy to be part of the plastic surgery team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cow becomes the cheerleader and Chicken becomes the surgeon. And a very breakneck-paced episode showing them going through training, which involves them performing surgery on these uh, these patients, which are just other children put in a pen yeah. that they pull from. And they perform strange plastic surgery on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the f- ending of the episode is uh, Chicken going up against a team of surgeons to try to recreate uh, a beaver 
based on the patient, which it ended in a very good visual gag of yes, chi- I agree. Chicken actually creating a photo, Chicken turning himself into a photorealistic beaver, and then the ending of the episode was the cow and photorealistic beaver show. Yeah, which which, which was that was, was a good gag. That was a funny gag. Um, but I think the majority of this was just it was so fast that it went through. It, I I kind of like was I was like, all right, it's already over. Shit. Okay. Yeah, that was it. It was like lightning fast. And and the unfortunate thing was it didn't really make me laugh. I was just like, whoa, okay, this is going very fast. Whoa, whoa, okay, what's this? And yeah. it was over by the time I could really like mm-hmm. process it. Really. Um, and then the second half of this episode was the exchange student, uh, where uh, their town had an exchange student come through. Um, I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to find this here. So there's, I guess, cheese wars going on in the county next to them. In in mozzarella county. In mozzarella county. Or were they mozzarella county? I don't. Th- I know. I don't think so. But they, but they had an exchange student come over from mozzarella county during these cheese wars, and. They were having, um, they were having him there, and and Cal becomes infatuated with him. Well, he's like in love with her, like like he falls in love with her, and then his eyeballs turn into like udders, and mm-hmm. that was kind of like off putting. Yeah, it it was very it was very strange, very off off putting, hard to. Because mind you, the school they go to is labeled as a grade school. Yes. So that's why it's like disturbing in a sense. Yeah. The, I th- and I think they did that to be relatable to their audience. Right. But like us, as us being 25 year olds looking back on it, it's like. Uh, it's a little weird. I don't like it. It's yeah. weird. So the, the student's name was Slappy McCracken, which. Yes. It's a funny name. It's a. Sure. Yeah. It's outrageous. Yeah. Um, the thing that both caught us off guard was there was one point in the episode when it was going through this whole lovey-dovey montage with Cow and Slappy, mm-hmm. and they're sitting in a malt shop, and they drink a milkshake together, and then after they're empty, they both seem sad and dejected until Cow pulls the milkshake glass down to her udders and refills the milkshake glass, and they both drink it, and after and drinking it, Slappy, Slappy goes, mmm, warm. Lynn, I have not seen Lynn's face go, what? Like she did I watching that mouth. scene. I was like, that is so nasty on so many levels. She made me run it back so we could watch it again. Well, no, not to watch it again, but like we were in the middle of discussing it when Slappy said warm. Uh-huh. And I was like, hold on, you need to go back. Did he just say warm? Mm-hmm. And that's why we rewatched it. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, let's watch it again. No, I know, I know. Um, that was just like... Yeah, um, yeah, hard, hard to, hard to watch, hard to, hard to understand, and it, and then the episode ended when Cow went to, Clout, Cow went to Slappy's County. You just call her Clout. <laughs> Clout. <laughs> Cow went to Slappy's County and ended the cheese wars by, um, cutting by, cheese by cutting the cheese and eating it. And making a fart noise. As she a, cut it. Yeah, which I was like, oh, that great. was a bad joke. Yeah, real bad joke. Um, and then unfortunately red guy started up another war with a pig war by throwing a pig at somebody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just very, again, very strange. Don't, don't really understand. There was also a race joke. Uh, what race joke at the end where like Cal was like, Oh, I thought we were going to get married, blah, blah, blah. And chicken's like, Oh, um, mom and dad would never let you marry a guy like that oh, from mozzarella County. That's or right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. that. I forgot that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, just just a really, really strange. Uh, yeah, not not the best. Um, and then I am Weasel. There was an I am Weasel. We only watched two I am Weasel um, uh, mm-hmm. shows. There was another one attached to the third episode, but we were checked out. Yep, we tapped out. Um, uh, I got laundry to do tonight, people. <laughs> so yeah, so the I am Weasel sketches are the things that we talked about in the first half, where the where it's I am Weasel was attached yeah. to. Cow and Chicken, um, and then became its own separate show. Kind of like the monkey. What was that called with Dexter's Laboratory? Oh, gosh. Um, I can't remember. I can't, but like the monkey show. With, yeah, yeah. Um, with Dexter. Yeah. So the first one was uh, Weasel getting pulled out of the television by Cow, who was infatuated with Weasel and wanted to love him and squeeze him and bake him pies all feed day. Feed him cow pies. And feed him cow pies. So she literally fished the she literally fished Weasel out of the TV and fed him fed him cow pies and got him fat, uh, but then decided to put him back in the television after IR Baboon um, was had nobody to play off of inside the TV. Yeah. So she sent him back, uh, or actually in she the end, she tried to send him tried back. to send him back, but then Red Guy got in the way and Red Guy got put in the TV. Yeah. Yeah, and then IR Baboon mysteriously was out in the real world, even though he TV. was. It was very strange. Yeah, very strange, very confusing, and we'll get the other IR Weasel one out of the way right away. The second IR Weasel one. Or I am. I am. Weasel. I am Weasel. Sorry, IR Baboon. I am Weasel. It's yeah, It's confusing. Yeah. Um. So the second one was. This uh, one was like more messed up. In it my was opinion. weirder. Yeah. yeah. So this second one involved IR Baboon being in court with I am Weasel being the judge. Oh, let's just say this. So in the first episode that we watched, we learned that cow and chicken are in California. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now I am, I am Weasel and I are baboon. They're in Alabama, Kentucky in, or it was, Kentucky. It was Kentucky. In this yeah. Episode. And it was the, it was season three. Uh, yeah. was this episode, this episode was from, and so in this one, uh, I think, oh, IR Baboon was on trial for being pantsless in public or something like no, that. No, being furry in public. Furry in public, yes. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. And so based on this yield Kentucky law book, um, if, if, it's, if there's a sentence like this and the judge is furry and has a tail or something like that, yeah. uh, the, the judge, has, the judge to... has to serve the sentence in a correctional facility as well. Yeah, so they, they were sent 99 years in a correctional facility well the correctional facility they talked about is not your typical correctional facility that we think of as a jail Mm -hmm. it's actually a correctional facility where people get things corrected about them yeah like some dude had his overbite being corrected and when they took out the device that was correcting it his his overbite went out like what 12 feet probably something like that it was the weirdest thing ever um and then finally there was a running gag of uh of weasel being put in the box, which is just a box in a courtyard, but Red, he wasn't put into it. He wasn't. Red guy jumped Red into guy it. Red guy kept jumping into it and getting stuck inside it f- for indiscriminate amounts of times. F- I didn't get that one. That one d- didn't really hit. I mean, it was a rule of threes because it was thirty days, sixty days, six years, and it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't. I don't think it, it wasn't. Worked. It wasn't funny. Um, and the episode ended with. Uh, Weasel realizing, oh, everybody else has correction. Maybe I need to correct myself too. And then involved him shaving himself bald and putting on glasses and wearing stilts because that corrected everything. And instead, it just made it really weird. And 
yeah didn't make much sense um some of the like they did go into more detail with some of the other people who are who are having quote-unquote corrections yeah like one guy had a guy up his ass yeah a fred, like, it was a fred correction or something yeah the fred corrector which was basically just like a plug up the guy's butt to keep another guy from coming out of his butt and calling him fred and it was yeah. just weird it was like what very confusing mm-hmm. I, I yeah a lot of a lot of this was just confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so the second episode consisted of Cow um, making friends with a fly, mm-hmm. and then also getting lost in the backyard, which was um, like nicknamed a jungle. Yep, I checked out on this episode. Yeah. So so yeah. So the first episode, Cow Fly, was just Cow uh, becoming friends with a fly. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I kind of checked out of that one. I I went on Instagram. Can't really remember. Um, um I remember I, Red Guy came over, uh, accidentally killed the fly, so he gifts Cow a wiener, uh-huh. and then in the end, Chicken's like, um, "Do you know any good wiener exterminators?" Because Chicken was so against the fly. Yeah, and and Red Guy was the fly exterminator, so I'm guessing he was thinking, "Yeah, I don't." Yeah. <sighs> Again, it's. I think the general sentiment we have for what we watched is that it just, we don't understand how, we don't understand. I don't, I, we didn't understand the humor. The humor was kind of, eh. And we, and the interesting thing is we, we have some interesting, we have some warped sense of humor about some things. We can enjoy things that are like kind of weird and crazy and like, like I'm a big fan of the Eric Andre show, which I think, which is like super outlandish, crazy, weird humor, but but it's a different kind of humor than this. I don't know. I don't know if you could consider this outlandish humor. I consider it like child's humor. Yeah. Like, you know, quick punchlines that really don't make sense it's Mm -hmm. loud it's said in a funny voice yeah and that's what gets the kid yeah um and i think that's really what the show was aimed at it was aimed towards kids to do something funny and you know silly outlandish things that won't happen ever Mm -hmm. um which it's it's a shame that that i that we don't um that we don't enjoy it as much as we do because th- some positives are the voice acting is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Charlie Adler doing the voices of three main characters in this whole show. Three distinct voices. Three, three very, v- very different voices yes. that are all have their own intonations, their own motivations and things like that. And it's kind of wasted on cheap humor mm-hmm. and just, you know, breakneck pace and short attention span. And I, I just... Yeah. It feels it feels bad. Like there there were a couple things that made me laugh. I mean, like we mentioned in the beginning, we, there were yeah. So there were pros. Mm-hmm. Um. So we both said we liked the theme. Mm-hmm. Um. I liked like the, I meant the, like the theme song. Yeah, the theme um, song is a really cool like rockabilly song. Yeah, like it's it's like it doesn't it just doesn't fit the show. It seems yeah. like it should be used for something else. And it's quick. It's it, not. It doesn't take forever. It's not like say Danny Phantom that explains uh-huh. the whole. Yeah. You know, there's not much to go off of cow and chicken. Yeah. It's a cow, it's a chicken. They're in a humanoid world, but mm-hmm. there are no other animals like him. Yeah. Like them. It's not like Kill a Kill where it's a six minute intro. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we both liked the parents. We both got a kick out of the parents. How like you never see their top face. They never talk mm-hmm. about anything other than their legs. Yeah. They, in the fly episode, the mom calls the exterminator with her feet. Yeah. Like it, that was like funny. Yeah. Um, and the dad mentions getting a, a manicure in the in the one episode we watched. 
Um, but he gets a pedicure. But he ends up stuff. getting a pedicure, which yeah. is yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's really silly, but that that's I think a fun dynamic. Um, and the one thing that kind of confuses me is Red Guy in a sense. Red Guy, Red we Guy is about this, yeah. yeah. Red Guy is sort of the character that shows up in in every episode, but is not always played the same way. Some episodes he's an antagonist. Some episodes he's just there to to move the story along in yeah. a certain way. I don't even want to call call Red Guy a he because it because I, very I think androgynous. It's more of like a they. Yeah. Like um there was a there was a villain in um in Powerpuff Girls that was very similar. It was like a, a devil character. Like androgynous kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, androgynous um that people normally when they talk about that character they use the they them pronouns. Mm-hmm. And I would agree. Um I think Red Guy other than having a male pronoun in his in his name and a guy, male sounding voice and a male even that i would argue is it male more and more androgynous um yeah. but i even yeah i don't consider i don't really consider red guy a guy mm-hmm. I, they never talked about him as being a guy yeah other than having that in his name mm-hmm. um but like yeah red guy doesn't have to be in a lot of this stuff i even said this i, I said you know they could they could have an episode without having red guy as an as an antagonist Mm -hmm. they could just have an episode without without him yeah um but they kind of force him into the into the narrative as much as possible which i just don't think is necessary um you could have an episode without red guy and it still be cow and chicken yeah so yeah um really that's all i have to say about the show i i feel like this is going to be a short episode but that's fine um yeah. we didn't watch everything anyway yeah it, i did what what how many pork butts out of five do you get this show uh i'll give this uh half half pork butt on a stick out of five uh, same i think this is my least favorite show yeah like, I, this is right next to johnny bravo for me yeah uh, unfortunately and we honestly we gave it a fair shake i mean I, we I, but the problem is we it's just not it's not hitting our style of humor nowadays yeah. it's it makes sense as to why it appealed to children and why it was mm-hmm. pushed that way. But I think nowadays it's, it's something that if you're, if you're interested in checking it out, by all means, go check it out. It's available on Hulu. Uh, at this point, uh, at I the think t- it has like 11 days at the time of release. This will have about 10 days left on Hulu. It's going yeah. away in the middle of September. So if you want to watch it, uh, watch it now before it's gone from Hulu. Um, cause that's where it's going to be easily yeah. available. Season one's already Season one's off. already gone. Yeah, it's yeah. not there anymore. For some reason, it got taken away. Um, I don't quite understand. We had trouble watching it on PlayStation. We had to watch it through the Fire Stick. Yeah, I think it's it, it's it's a certain thing with how Hulu works that only certain yeah. certain stuff shows up on certain devices. I you said you could watch it on your phone. Yeah. So if you yeah if you're a mobile watcher of Hulu, you can you can find it on Hulu there. Um, and I'll put links to the episodes that we watched uh, on here. So mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. I think that's all we have for cow and chicken this month. Yeah. Um, are we? I guess next we're gonna pick the ep- we're gonna pick the show for next month's episode. Yeah. So give me a number one through one twenty nine. Oh gosh, uh, we're that high already. Okay. Uh, Actually, we're probably a little bit lower than that because this is an old list. Okay, that's fine. You know how it goes. Uh, let's go. One hundred and fourteen. One hundred and fourteen. I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling to find something. Okay. Are we are we getting back on track to something decent? Um. We're 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 hitting something sweet. Hitting something sweet. Yeah, you like living the sweet life. 
Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh, boy. Okay. This is going to be interesting because I don't know where we're going to find this. This is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, because Disney Plus isn't out yet. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's... Well, actually, it might be available on... Like Prime Video or something? No. Disney has some episodes of some of their old shows on the Disney website. Okay. The issue is that it's not available to everyone. Okay. Um, so we'll have to see how we get this. Should we pick a backup just in case? Sure. So give me another one just okay. in case. Okay. Let's do 87. Ooh, this one might be hard to find too. Really? Jackie Chan Adventures. Ooh. That one's a good one though. That's a good one yeah. though. So we'll try and find either one. Okay. Pick another backup in case, because <laughs> both of those are going to be hard. Jackie Chan Adventures <laughs> is so hard to find. All right. Uh, let's go 52. 52. <gasps> I don't know if you've ever watched this show. What show? Something big and comfy. What's that? Big Comfy Couch. Uh, Disney Channel, right? I thought that was ABC, actually. Is it? Okay. I, I actually don't know now. Vaguely familiar. The name is familiar. With the clown girl. Uh, oh, I'll show you a picture. I'd hold have on. to see. Hold on. Hold but on, the name sounds familiar. We're both frantically looking this up so we can see if we actually remember what this I is. I remember this. I'm going to see. Big- I love Big Comfy Couch. Uh okay oh you okay now I now that I see the one okay uh kind of yeah yeah I wow what was this on it was Canadian Canadian oh it was on PBS PBS okay, okay so I wasn't wrong it was one of those shows but okay. I love Big Comfy Couch so we'll try and find one of those three I feel like Big Comfy Couch you could probably find on YouTube it's so old yeah um, I, see, I see a bunch on YouTube yeah. here it looks like there's a channel for it dedicated, probably dedicated I mean it's from it. I think early 90s 92 is yeah. when it started oh wow yeah it looks oh they have all full episodes of season one on here great so there so we're gonna try and find Sweet Life of Zach and Cody <laughs> if we can't find Sweet Life of Zach and Cody we're gonna have to just wait till Disney Plus yep um, which we ha- which we bought three years of by the way right <laughs> Um, and if, if we can't find Zach and Cody, we'll find, we'll try and find Jackie Chan Adventures. Jackie Chan Adventures. If we can't find Jackie Chan Adventures, we will watch Big Comfy Couch. Yes. Um, which I I mean, I would be happy with all three. Big Comfy Couch is like so special to me. I think all of these are going to be welcome changes to what we watched this month. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it. Hopefully, uh, the next show we watch will be better i think so because like i I like all three of those shows yeah i i remember enjoying sweet life of zach and cody when i watched it when i was younger same um and jackie chan adventures that's a cool that's a cool show that's cool yeah it was it was different and i'm yeah i'd be excited to revisit it so so yeah uh lynn do you want to tell the people where they can find you in the meantime uh twitter and lynn a y n n e l n n um I've been on instagram a little bit same handle okay if if you want to like check that out cool yeah. How about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at E underscore Williamson 93. I believe I also changed my Instagram handle to that. Uh, I've been posting a little bit on Instagram here and there. But uh, but yeah, mainly more active on Twitter, I'd say. Uh, this show comes out monthly on the first Friday of every month at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so next month's episode you can find at the beginning of October, which would be Friday, October 4th. Uh, so look for that about a month from now which will be about one of the three shows we just discussed. 
Um, also, we have another podcast, our main podcast called The Read Between Podcast. It's an improvised storytelling podcast. Uh, make sure you go check that out. Uh, you can find it. You can find that show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Just search The Read Between Podcast, and you'll find us there. Speaking of that show, we have an upcoming live show. Another one. Oh snap! Are we telling saying that yes, on here we are, before we say it on the actual channel? Yes. Or I think it technically podcast. Te- technically, have it, we announced it on? We've announced Read it on. Between? We, we've been not well. The finale is going to announce it. Uh, okay. But it's available on social media now. We recorded that one in advance, so it's technically yeah we're still catching up with this podcast yeah we're still catching up but uh it's it's officially out there in the ether today on social media Mm -hmm. we're already promoting it so uh yes our next read between live show is coming to steel stacks on friday october 11th at 10 30 p.m it's the day before my birthday so (gasps) come say hi yes and wish i went a happy birthday yes it's gonna be a lot of fun uh we're already working on securing two more guests for this show uh who if we get them it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be a really really good time so yeah make sure you go get your tickets now you can go to www.steelstacks.org slash comedy to get your tickets now uh yes buy them now buy them in advance so that way you can go there and you don't have to buy them when you get there yeah it's already just go show up yeah have some good laughs and go home because we want to sell this thing out we want to we want to get a lot of people there yeah so tell all your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. To bring your dog. Bring your dog. I, I think they'll let the dog in. If you buy the dog woo, a ticket. Woo. Woo. Yeah. What are they going to do? I, you know, maybe we should ask Ryan Hill at ArtsQuest if we can just do a full dog audience for the next show. I think he might say no. I mean, they did that Isle of Dogs screening for dogs. Yes. Um, still think he's going to say no. Well, it never hurts to try. So That's true. So I think we're going to end that there. Uh, I, I I don't mean to take over this because this is basically this is your show. So you it can, is my show technically, but yes. that's okay. You're good at signing off. <laughs> well, uh, for Lynn and myself here on Nostalgic Ops, we thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And uh, we will speak to you guys next month. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.